Isn't that powerful? It's beautiful. It is a privilege to be able to share with you all this morning. My name is Megan Muller and I'm the Kids and Families Ministries Coordinator here at the Hills Christian Family Centre. Like many of you here, I am a mum. I am married to my awesome husband Ben over there and together we've got two gorgeous daughters, Grace who's 10 and Olivia who's 8. So like many of you here, I can relate to some of the joys and challenges of being a mum. There's a lot I'd love to say, but we don't have heaps of time. We've got to keep it short and sweet with the kids in here. But I'm hoping that everyone here is going to be able to take something little away from my message this morning. So if you're not a mum, I hope that it's going to give you an increased appreciation and awareness of what it can be like for us. Um, same for you guys, your kids who are listening too, that you might be able to just really appreciate all that it is that your mum does for you. And if you are a mum here, I hope that I'm going to be able to speak some words of life and hope into you as well. Wasn't it beautiful hearing earlier on the screen some of our Hills kids share about how much they love their mums? And I hope that you've had a lovely morning that maybe you were treated with breakfast in bed and you might have something special planned for later this afternoon. But just for a couple of minutes here, I want to get real about motherhood. Because one thing that I've discovered in my journey as a mum so far is that it's not always what it's cracked up to be. When we think of the word mother, we might think of something a little bit like this. Oh, she's so beautiful. She's so calm. She never yells at her kids. She's got it all together. She's so patient. She's just lovely. So we kind of all want to be like this lady. She's, it, motherhood just comes naturally to her. No problems, no issues, no dramas. I don't think it's reality for most of us, though. Most of the time, I think most of us mums are feeling a little bit more like this lady. This is our reality This lady is exhausted, her kids are driving her crazy, she's overwhelmed, she feels out of her depth, overwhelmed by her responsibilities. She's stressed out. (laughs) So as much as we'd like it to be, motherhood is not a bed of roses, it is not a walk in the park. Being a mum is hard work, it's unrelenting, we have to give and give and give, and then when you think you've got nothing left to give, you need to give some more. Those kids of ours are very, very needy. We often feel like we've just got no idea what we're doing. So while being a mum can be one of the greatest joys that a woman can experience, I also think that it can be one of the greatest battles that we're ever going to face. So I've called this talk Encouragement for the Trenches. Not a very flowery Mother's Day title, but I think that mums are some of the strongest and toughest and most hardworking people around. It's all because they love their kids. So bear with me while I share with you some of the reality of mothering. For you guys who are mums, you know this stuff. I just want to acknowledge the challenges that you face. And for those of you who aren't, I just want to give you a little bit of insight behind the scenes into what it can be really like. So for a start, it's a physical battle. From the very beginning, the moment that you find out you're pregnant, that baby is taking over your body. And there's pregnancy, there's labour, feeding, sleep deprivation, the list goes on and on. It's a 24-7 around-the-clock Um, job and it really can take its toll on you physically. It's also an emotional battle or should I say emotional roller coaster. The role of mother is one of the most important that we're ever going to have in our lives and the love that a mother has for her child is just indescribable. So we are just a little bit personally invested in this thing and that is all before we even take the exhaustion and the hormones into account. It's also definitely a mental battle. We worry about our kids We worry if they're growing fast enough, if they're eating enough, if they're eating too much. Are they getting enough sleep? Do they have friends at school? Are they safe? Is their future secure? 
we are just worrying all the time. We're worries by nature. It's because we know, again, that what we're doing is of immense value. But the burden of caring for and protecting those little ones can be incredibly draining. And on top of this, it can also be a spiritual battle. For those of us who have met and experienced the love of Jesus, we are so eager for our kids to meet him too. So we are believing that, in fact, the best and most important thing that we can do for our kids is help them to know and understand the love of God and to learn how to build their lives on him. So not only are we focused on the here and now and their present life here on earth, but we're also thinking about their eternal futures too. So I just want to clarify for a second as well what the battle isn't. It's not a battle against your kids, at least not most of the time. It's not a battle against your husband. It's not a battle against other mums comparing and that rivalry, the so-called mummy wars about how we compare our parenting strategies and styles with each other. That's not what it's about. And it's certainly not a a battle for perfection, Um, trying to aim to be that so-called perfect mother, which is just a myth and very destructive and damaging and doesn't exist. So we just really have to release ourselves from that now. So those are just some of the everyday regular battles that some mums face, actually, all mums. (laughs) But there are some mums that face extra challenges. We know this. It might be personally or within their families and that can really drive them to the brink. So for some, it's more than just sleep deprivation. It's significant illness or kids with additional needs. For some, it's not just day-to-day worry. It's severe anxiety or depression or the unimaginable grief of losing a child. Some mums are parenting on their own, shouldering the responsibility of being both mum and dad. Some are raising their families without any family support, having moved here from interstate or overseas. Some are parenting children via foster care or adoption with the myriad of challenges that that presents. And some are even raising kids in families where there's marital issues, financial pressure, even addiction or abuse. So to those mums here facing one or more of those challenges, and I know that you are here, I just want to especially honour and uplift you today because you guys are truly champions. Although the people around you might not always see your struggles, I want to encourage you that God sees and God cares. Every time you sacrifice yourself for your families, you are really reflecting that unconditional love of Jesus. You are amazing. So, if motherhood isn't always what you thought it would be, if you feel out of your depth and sometimes completely unable to go on, I want to encourage you today because there is hope. The reality is you were never meant to do this on your own. Every mum needs support. Whether or not you're parenting on your own or as a part of a couple, everyone needs a community around them on this journey. This church is so good at this. If you need a community around you to support you as you raise your family, we would love to be that for you. In my parenting journey, one of the best things has been being a part of one of our women's uh, connect groups, where you know that there is a group of women there who are sharing this journey with you, the ups and the downs, and who are there to pray for you when you need it. It makes such a difference to know that there are other mums who are there for you. So if you're struggling and you need support, I strongly encourage you to try one of our connect groups because we were never meant to do life alone. Loving people can be an amazing support, but ultimately they can't actually give us the internal strength that we really need for the challenges of motherhood. And nowadays too, we have access to a lot of parenting information and strategies out there which can be really helpful and we have to make use of those. But even the very best advice is not going to be able to meet our every need. I have found personally that nothing has brought me face to face with my own weakness and failings and inadequacy than being a mum. 
It's my strong belief that for every challenge that we face, we desperately need Jesus. For me, and like so many others here, he has made all the difference in every aspect of life, but especially in parenting. So as a follower of Jesus, I find heaps of encouragement from the promises that God's given us in the Bible. And there's one such promise that I just wanted to show you here today up on the screen. It's from the book of Philippians, and it says... Something. (laughs) I can do all things. Powerful? Not really. (laughs) Because we know that's not true. We've just talked about that. We know about the struggles. We can't do all things. Mums are trying to be all things and do all things for their families, but we come up short time and time again. This is just self belief, self empowerment. It's not going to cut it. So if we're honest as well, even those here of us who follow Jesus, we know that we can get into this trap and we can stay stuck here. We can stay stuck trying to do it all in our own strength. The busyness of life, um, we can just, yeah, we can neglect that coming to Jesus that we know that we can do to find the strength and the peace and the joy that he is wanting to give us. So some of you know that there's actually an important part of this verse missing. So let's see what it says. (laughs) Through Christ who strengthens me. He's the one that makes the difference. We need God and he is more than able to meet our every need. So if you're feeling like there's something significant missing in your life, it's because you were created that way. We were designed to need God and life without him will never really satisfy He can give you the strength you need to be the mum your kids need you to be. He can give you supernatural peace amongst the chaos. He can give you hope for situations that seem hopeless. He will give you unconditional love for your children when they're not really quite so lovable anymore. And he will extend you forgiveness for when you get it wrong. He's only a prayer away. As I close today, I'd love to remind us that no matter how much we mums love our kids... God who creates us loves us so much more. We heard about that earlier. As much as we try to be the best parents that we can be, we aren't perfect. We get it wrong. We make mistakes. We stuff it up. And worst of all, sometimes we even end up hurting the very children that we love and are trying to protect. But God, our Heavenly Father, is always perfect. His love is completely unconditional. He never gets it wrong. As much as we pour out and sacrifice for our families, Jesus sacrificed everything when he gave his life for us on the cross 2,000 years ago. So we could be reconciled back to the father that we rejected. And when God raised him back from the, uh, from the dead, three days later, he made it possible for us to have a new start, a fresh beginning with him. Almost best of all is the next bit getting the Holy Spirit to come and live within us and that's where we can draw this power and this strength from. He can give us everything we need for every battle we face in every aspect of life, including motherhood. So to finish, I'm going to ask my beautiful friend Emily to come up and share a bit of her recent story. She has got something to share which is a really beautiful example of this, um, a story of a mum facing a significant battle in her family and finding her strength from God. So thank you, Emily. Hello, everybody. Um, This is not just Mother's Day indulgence. I am 20 weeks pregnant. And um, (laughs) so um, this is a really personal situation for Dan and I, but we actually feel like God has done something so significant for us and for our family, and God hasn't called us to keep that within our 
little family, and he actually wants us to share. Um, so three weeks ago, we went for an ultrasound, and um, I, we were really excited to find out if we're having another girl, God help my husband, or if we're having a boy, um, and we were told we're having a boy. And two minutes later, the sonographer's face changed, and she said, I'm going to go get a doctor. Something is really, really wrong. Now, we've had this report before. Two years ago, we lost a baby at 20 weeks, and I felt like this, this cannot be happening again and instantly felt this, um, in my spirit, just this fight, like, I don't accept this. So we were taken into what they called counseling, where this woman very bluntly told us um, our baby probably wouldn't live through birth, and if the baby lived through birth, that we would need surgeons at the birth. She started giving me names of surgeons, and um, we were advised to terminate. So going from this, um, us really still wanting, obviously, this baby, to within the space of six hours, having two different people advise us to just end it. And I said to Dan, it's like they can't even comprehend that we still want this child, even if something is wrong. And so um, grief is definitely something that's... um, Unfortunately, it had a theme in my life, and I felt this very familiar draw into this grief. Um, and in the midst of it, um, on my way home from the hospital, I called my cousin in America in the middle of the night. Sorry, she has six children, and I called her at 2 a.m. And I was just sobbing, and she said, I don't quite know what this means, but I feel like the Lord is saying, go home and get on your knees and worship him right now. And so... Um, Dan and I did that. We, my mother-in-law kept our children so we could just process all this. And we, we went into our bedroom. We closed on our door, and we turned on worship music and literally just, excuse me for getting emotional. Everything's actually fine. Um, and literally just worshiped God in the midst of this, um, picturing this future where either I have another um, stillborn baby or we have a child who needs surgery at birth or needs lifetime care and cannot be left alone, um, felt this draw to just get on our knees and worship him. And in the midst of this worship, I had a vision of our son, fully grown, standing in front of church, saying, I was told I was meant to die before I was born, and here I am, by the grace of God through prayer. And we just got everybody we know praying, because there is nothing more powerful than that. And um, my friend was given this verse in the midst of it. Indeed, he was ill and he almost died, but God had mercy on him and not on him only, but also on me to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Um, We were told then we had a six-day wait until our next um, ultrasound, which felt like a year. That's a really, really long time to wait. And also not, um, our children are quite young, so we didn't really even tell them what was going on. So to, um, to shield them until we had more information. Um, so to not really even be able to fully let this, um, show took so much relying on the Lord. And in the midst of it, having these reports and these things, the doctor told us battling to really come into my mind. And I, I just felt like we needed to so set ourselves on this vision. And so I just honestly, for the first, well, no, the whole time it was every few minutes refocusing and recalling this vision that God had given me and seeing this full grown man standing in front of this, um, congregation speaking and standing up by himself, not with, not with somebody help, help, um, helping him stand. He was standing on his own. He was breathing fine, just this fully healthy person and knowing that that was our son in the future. Um, 
So when we went in for the ultrasound, so one of the issues, I won't get into it too deep, but one of the issues is you have ventricles in your brain. I sound a lot smarter here than I really am. I don't know anything medical, really. Um, You have ventricles in your brain which hold your spinal fluid, and those were big. And when there are some other um, physical issues going on, that can indicate something is really, really wrong. So we prayed that just there would be nothing wrong in this ultrasound. So they scanned other things that were um, showing up wrong in the ultrasound had been healed. So um, when she started the ultrasound, the ventricles were still the same size. My entire family in America and all of our friends and family here knew the exact time we were having our ultrasound. And I just went in with this piece and felt almost released from the fear already. By the end of the ultrasound, she called in a doctor to just double-check her findings. And the doctor kind of looked at her and said, well, I don't know how you got that measurement because the ventricles look fine to me. And she remeasured them. And within that hour, they had shrank. And they were within a healthy range. And we had an ultrasound just the other day confirming that there is absolutely nothing wrong with our baby boy. Uh, The Lord has fully healed him. And that is by the power of prayer. The God who did miracles in the Bible 2,000 years ago does miracles today. He can do miracles for you. I challenge you to get on your knees if there is something that you need. This is not just for mothers. This is for everyone. This is for the children in the room too. Our God still works today. He hears you. And ask him for visions because I know that that is what got me through. It wasn't some supernatural faith. Um, I struggle with faith sometimes, too. It's, that is a hard thing when you have been told that your child is going to die before it even draws breath. There, I mean, that just takes God. And what I clung to was this vision that God had given me. So I challenge you, this relationship with Jesus is not a one-way street. You don't just talk to him and send out these words into the universe. He hears you, and I fully believe that he can give you visions, and he can speak back to you. Um, And I just want to challenge you, too, to just get on your knees for your children. As fathers and mothers, Satan has no chance against the power of a praying parent. So I just want to encourage you all today to seek seek the Lord. If there's something you want to see change in your life, God can do it. He has fully healed our son before he's even been born. So I just wanted to share that today. Wow, that is just the most amazing story. Nothing more I can really do after that than just invite you to pray with me. Thank you so much for sharing that, Em. That was really brave. Dear God, thank you for our mums, for the great love that they show us every day. Thank you, God, that although being a parent is often a battle, you never intended for us to do it alone. Thank you, God, for this church where we can share this journey and support one another. And thank you that you are our true source of strength. I pray for every person here, in particular every mum, that when life is a battle that they will run to you and that you will lift the burdens that they're carrying off their shoulders and instead give them peace and joy and supernaturally meet their every need. And for those here today who've never experienced your love, who don't know that they have a Heavenly Father who's fought the battle for them, I pray that today they will begin to reach out to you, reveal your great love to them, God. And may they begin to experience life with you by their side. We ask these things in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for listening this morning. We are nearly ready to um, go out and enjoy our morning tea, but there's just something we'd like to treat you with before we head out. So we're going to pop on 
just a lovely song for you to listen to and watch in a moment up on the screen. And as we do that, we've got a special gift that we're going to be handing out to all the ladies. So you all get to take one of these. It's not even not just if you're a mum, for all the women. This is something that I hope that you're going to be able to take home and really treasure. It's one of those promises that I talked about earlier from the Bible. It's a Bible verse for you to take home and We've got a bit of a mixture and I've been praying over these during the week and I am hoping and believing that each one of you is going to receive a verse that really speaks directly to your heart that God is going to use to speak into the situations that you're facing. So dig into it, press into it, think about it, pray about it. If you've got a Bible, open it up and read that verse in context and see what God might be saying to you through it and I hope that it's going to be something that really encourages you. So just as the, our lovely helpers are going to pass out these gifts in just a moment, if you could just take one and pass them all down the row until every woman in your row has one, that would be awesome. Thank you, guys. Take it away, Dave. In the front lines, you fight for me. Oh, your kindness is my shield When the armies rise and I am scared My heart you will defend You are on my side You go before me You stand You saved me from my heart of stone. You awoke these bones. You were. 